Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to Inside the Comedian with me, David Reed. This week, I'll be interviewing Rachel Paris. Hello. Comedian, actor, ivory tickler, Elephant botherer, satirist, catalyst, Tony Slatterist, gent. Rachel Paris, welcome to Inside the Comedian. Thank you for having me. It's, a, it's an absolute pleasure. Am I, am I pronouncing your name correctly, by the way? Because I, 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 it could be Raquel Paris? Is it? Because I, I, I didn't ask the first time we met, and it feels like it's been too long now. But it's, uh, it's, it's fine. It's fine. No one says it right. It's, uh... right. <laughs> Can you just give us a blast? What is um, the... Rachel Paris. No, I'm not going to get that. No. I'm not going to get that. No, um, R- Rachel Paris, like France. Oh, fine. You know, yeah, fine. that's fine. Okay, I'm fine. offended, but it's fine. Okay. Um, <laughs> now, um, you may not be completely aware of this, but uh, Rachel and I are actually sort of nemeses. Um, I can't believe you're bringing this up. I'm sorry. I, I, I just sort of... I felt it need to be addressed early doors, <laughs> okay. really. Um, you see, um, uh, Rachel's birthday is a day after mine, and so uh, every year in May, we force the comedy industry into two camps of which, which person's party they're going to actually go to. And it's incredibly stressful. And the, ans- the answer is often neither. It's often neither. It's often neither, which is, is an amicable solution that they've all reached on their own, apparently. Mm. Uh, but uh, but I, I just wanted to say, it, it, it's, I, I wasn't born that day to spite you. <laughs> But in 2007, when I booked my birthday at the Cavendish Arms, you did then book yours a day after your birthday to spite me at the same time, in the same place, invited all the same people. I agree, that was spite, but I was going through a difficult time. Um, uh, Well, I was then. Yes. Um, But in the end, it did turn out all right because nobody came to either. Again, so, yes, again, that is so it's, the constant solution to that but, problem. But I just get the feeling that everyone is in constant turmoil around May to see which one, what is going to happen again. You know, so I just wonder, maybe, maybe you know, joint party. Yeah, joint, joint party, party. really nice. nice. Well, well, I'm glad we've sorted that early doors. <laughs> I won't play any tricks on you. <laughs> what? Um, Nothing. On to the meat of the interview, if that's all right. Now yes, we've got that out please. Of the way. Um, now. Your rise to stardom has been stratospheric, by which I mean up to 50 kilometres high. Yes, um, that's right. So was, was, was your sudden rise to fame difficult to deal with, do you think? Um, I think 
The issue for me was that from the day that uh, a video I did went very viral... Um, oh, which, I'm sorry to hear that. Yes. <laughs> painful. Yes. Um, and contagious. Was that from that day on, I, I recognised that, that, that success was coming and I made a really firm decision to start doing 50 grams of cocaine every day. Just to be ready for the, the events. For the onslaught of yes. celebrity and um, spiral down. Right, and the extra money you need to just get rid of. Yeah, exactly. So You don't from... want to drown in money. No, exactly, it's, but it's, you can it's, try. It's, it's a comedian's nightmare. <laughs> Isn't it? It really That's is. That's what cocaine is for. It really is. Um, I'm so, but so you were prepared. I was prepared in many ways. Yes, I was prepared. I started living the lifestyle that people expected me to have, um, and uh, it turns out I I didn't need to. Right, right. You didn't get to. Uh, well, I I thought that at some point, so you know what you know when you're at school and people are the teachers and parents warn you that at some point in your life people are going to try and encourage you to take drugs and you're yes. going to be approached by a sort of tall, dark, handsome stranger who's going to sort of insist using peer pressure that you should have drugs for free. Apparently. Yes. I went to a boys' school and that's exactly what they said. Yeah. A tall, dark, handsome stranger will lure you towards drugs. Maybe that's just His what I thought. His name's Mr. Cadell and he's arriving at four. <laughs> <laughs> well, I was, I was waiting for that to happen, and, and it never came. Oh, so, right. in the end, all of the, the heavy, heavy um, drug-taking was for naught. Oh, that's a shame. Yes. It's a shame when drug-taking doesn't achieve what you want it to. No. Isn't it? What, a, what it an didn't. absolute In pity. the end, disappoint- all that happened was I just had months of fun. Oh. <laughs> I'm so sorry. Mm. But fame is a fickle thing. Isn't I mean, it? It, it? It makes fools of us all. Yeah. Uh, I've read somewhere. Um, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Um, a bit before all of that, all of the cocaine, I think. Yes. Um, you were a musical child. Uh, yes. By which I mean you, you had a talent for music. I don't mean that you had a, a, a hand crank and danced around a small box. <laughs> Although. Uh, do, yeah, really? Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, that's medical history. We won't get into it. Um, so you were do you music- know Phantom of the Opera? I do know Phantom of the Opera. You know the bit at the beginning with the really sinister music and the little monkey that goes like that that's a toy? Yes. I played that monkey <laughs> at the age of three. Wow. Yeah. Wow, it's so symbols for hands. And then when I stopped doing it, that was when they decided to use a toy because no one else could do it as well. Um, so, so how many instruments you, can you play? 65. 65? Yeah. That's nearly all of them. Name, yeah. name all of them for us. Okay. Big symbol. Big symbol. Small symbol. Yes. Toy symbol. Yes. Bass symbol. Yes. Tenor symbol. Yes. Alto symbol. Yes. Fictional symbol. Yes. Golden symbol. Yes. Brass symbol. Yes. Indian symbol. And this is just percussion. <laughs> Uh, saxophone, yes. alto saxophone, yes. tenor saxophone, yes. bass saxophone, yes. soprano clarinet. Yes. Can't play the normal clarinet. Um, <laughs> piano. Piano. Synth. <laughs> Similar, isn't it? But I think we can agree a different instrument. Yeah. The, the, for those not in the know, the difference between a piano and a synth is a little, little knob that does this. <laughs> That you only use if you don't know anything about music. <laughs> Glockenspiel, xylophone, yes. triangle, yes. bass triangle, yes. toy triangle. Yes, that's 30. We're not halfway there. <laughs> Shall 
continue? Um, I, yes, we've got, we got one cruel man saying yes. So that's, that's how consensus works in this country. Okay. <laughs> um, steel drum. Yes. Um, t- t- I want to say Tom-toms. Tom-toms? Tom-toms. That's uh, two. Um... <laughs> Big bass drum. Big bass drum. <laughs> Do you play the small bass drum? <laughs> Snare drum. Snare drum, yes. Baran. But, but... <laughs> Wonderful pronunciation. Thank you. Wonderful pronunciation. Um, flute. Flute. Roundy flute. Yes. Tambourine. Yes. Um, uh, the uh, crumb horn. The sack drum. butt. <laughs> um, We're on 41. Mandolin. Mandolin. Sitar. Sitar. Bass sitar. Bass tenor sitar. sitar. Soprano sitar. Yes. Indian sitar. Welsh sitar. Yes. A terrible instrument. Yes. Yes, the Welsh have, uh, have entirely they ignored it. have a go at all of them, but it's not always a good idea. No. Um, the reed flute. The tin whistle. Yes. Um, the uh, unnecessary whistle. <laughs> the, um, uh, the... <laughs> I mean, all of this will be cut. <laughs> Violin, viola, cello, double bass, uh, trumpet, um, trumpet with a mute, um, <laughs> guitar. Guitar, yes, yes, we've got. Bass guitar. Bass guitar, yes. <laughs> How many have I got left? Uh, you have got six remaining, which is incredible. I mean, this is what you get for exaggerating. Um, the, um, the, 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 the the, the fairy uh, uh, drum. The fairy drum. Not many people can play the fairy drum anymore. No. Um, Not many people have hands small enough. The um, leather cajon. Yes. The um, pink hand martin. Which is a living instrument. Yeah. Yes. The pink hand martin. Uh, don't Google it. You may be fired from work. Scottish accordion, yes. giant accordion, yes. um, uh, ludicrous accordion. And that's 65. <laughs> Wonderful. <laughs> Wonderful. So, so I think it's fair to say a multi-instrumentalist. Yes. Uh, are you any good at these? No. No, no fair. <laughs> no. no. Um, so um, you, you studied music, didn't you? Um, yes. And, and later walking and talking. That's right. Um, so was, was comedy always in your sights or was it, did it sort of creep up on you? Like, um, you know, did you fall into it like a cat near a bin? <laughs> I'd say the second one. Right. More. Obviously, the music came first, yeah. as you say. Uh, as we know, as a toddler, Phantom of the Opera, Monkeys, we could go on. And yeah. um, then the walking dog. And the comedy really only in my mid-twenties uh, did I discover improvised comedy? Improvised comedy. What is that? Right. <laughs> well, it sounds like it sounds like a ridiculous thing to do, and I think above all, what it is is self-indulgent. Right. <laughs> right. Um, it's always more for the performers than it yeah. is for the audience. Will people pay for it? Amazingly, yes. Why? <laughs> And, and so run me through it. So you, you have a script, you have, you've, you've no, really worked on the best possible jokes? No, no, there's no script. What? Uh, you don't plan anything at all in advance. Right. And so what comes out isn't as good as if you'd written it. 
Right. But it is at least spontaneous. Right. So you decided to combine music and comedy at some point in this process, yes. presumably. So um, how did that work? Did you sort of sing jokes or did you just laugh songs? How did it work? <laughs> um, well, <laughs> um, I decided that you... <laughs> I decided that I would be much more confident if I had, like, instruments around me when All I was on stage. All around you in a sort of a wall. Yeah, sort of. Right. Yeah, sort of like that. That's what so, drummers do all the time. Yeah, exactly. Sort of like what a drummer has. Yeah, you they know. don't need that many cymbals. They only ever hit one. And, exactly. But they're surrounded by sort of metal shields at all times. Yes, that's what I sort of did. Like a drummer, because drummers always seem fine, don't they? They always seem fine. <laughs> I mean, I am one. I, I know exactly the, in, <laughs> yes. the imaginations oh, yeah. of a drummer. Yeah. Um, so, uh, so, yeah, I, I wrote some funny songs, and then when I performed them on stage... Um, for confidence because you know doing solo stand-up is scary um, and doing solo funny songs is scary as well so I sort of um, just uh, all of the instruments that I played not all obviously that would be ridiculous only about 12 of them um, which I 12 was that what you... <laughs> the flute section right yeah yeah, the 12 flutes. Right. Um, I just sort of arranged sort of around me right. to give me confidence which was really nice and I would play them all in the song all of them yeah, all 12, yeah. Right. And, and what comedy was happening whilst you were playing 12 flutes? You, you're being incredulous because you have no idea how funny the flute is. No, of course, I don't. I don't. It, it presumably had look to be at, physical look at, comedy. Watch this. I mean, the listeners at home can't, can't see that, but that is... For the listeners at home, I'm doing the face of someone playing the flute. That's right. And it's grotesque. It's absolutely grotesque. Uh, just imagine it. Try and do it now on the bus or... Uh, or plane you're now in, and uh... oh, it's horrible, isn't it? Really disgusting. How can anything beautiful come from that? I know, and it doesn't. It doesn't. <laughs> no. If you'd like to see inside the comedian recorded live, our next show is on Thursday, the 11th of July, at King's Place Theatre in London, where I'll be interviewing Lucy Porter and Richard Herring. Tickets are now on sale from kingsplace.co.uk. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. 
Interestingly, it wasn't until you stopped singing mm. that you found any success at all. <laughs> is that is that is that fair to say? Is that close to home? I don't. Overly true. I'm very sorry. <laughs> so, um. so, so many years of people saying, like, just like not believing that I could just do jokes on their own or talk without singing. This is true. And like programs going, but there won't be a piano there. <laughs> I was like, no, I know. I can just talk as well. And it took this many years for people to believe that. Right, because of all the flutes in the way. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I suppose it was distracting. I brought it on myself. Yeah. But, but you did eventually make it there. I mean, you, you've, you've done some interesting shows in your time as well. Mm. I, I think So um, I don't know if anyone's seen uh, Rachel in uh, Brontesaurus, which is, um, is where you and a team of wags, uh, you, you make up stories in the style of the Bronte sisters, all dressed as dinosaurs. It's wonderful. Yeah. And that wasn't... Run me through why. Why are you all dressed as dinosaurs well, as you do the tales of the Bronte sisters? Why, why is that? We try just improvising the stories of the Bronte sisters uh, as human beings. Yes. And it was fine. Um, and then when we got very, very um, drunk and right. tried it once and someone pretended to be a dinosaur, it was so much better. Mm. Um, and then we tried one show as dinosaurs and people just enjoyed it so much more and I think um, identified with it more as well. Right. It's more approachable. It's more approachable, yeah. Um, and so also, you've got to have a niche you've as got well. Have a niche. You've also, got to have a niche. The, the, the characters were more memorable, you know. Yes. Just like the yes. one with the tiny hands, the one with the enormous neck. You know, which one did you play? Which... I played um, uh, Eleanor the T Rex. The T Rex, so tiny hands. Tiny hands, yeah, so you have right. to do this. Like In that. a costume, yeah. Inside the costume, Inside which was excessive, yeah, yeah, actually, yeah. You could um, have just had your arms by your side. No one would really have known. But, they, but I'm an actor. Yes, of course. <laughs> it's the process. Mm. It's the process. Um, and 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 has that done well? Do you, do you tour the do you tour the dinosaur show? It, Are dinosaurs in with anyone other than the under fives? Is dinosaurs? <laughs> do do we like dinosaurs in this room? Yeah. Yeah. Yes. See? Right, this is what people love dinosaurs. We had no idea when we started doing Brontosaurus that right. people loved dinosaurs as much as they do. I, like we I just regret chose... not being dressed as dinosaurs now. Yeah, so I do I. I. I have a pterodactyl costume right backstage. I bring it with me everywhere. I don't know why. <laughs> you should get it. Nah, it's too late now. No, you can't. We take ages to squeeze into it. But uh, Very I say, figure hugging. <laughs> I say you should get it now. If any other show does dinosaur costumes, we will sue you to within an inch yeah, of your life. So, that's yeah. very fair. But it was the topical comedy show, Porn for Liberals, that you uh, yeah. that, that you actually rose to start of me. That's well, right. How did, how did you get that job? How, how did that come about? Oh well, they made uh, a teaser of it a few years actually. Right, uh, a teaser a, for our audience. What's a teaser? A teaser is like a three-minute little, um, almost like a trailer uh, that instead of like putting loads of money behind a pilot, uh, it's just they. What's make a little... pilot? Just for our audience, what's a pilot? Right, a pilot is like um, just a one-off episode of a show. So that what's they don't an episode? Have to make just for our. Right, so, <laughs> so an, epi they understand. An, an episode is like um, just a full-length version uh, of a segment of the series that you're going to make. What's a segment? Just so that. Right. Sh 
So a segment um, is any portion of a programme um, that you a choose program. to... A programme? What's that, What's that terminology? Right, mean? so a programme is um, a show that is broadcast... Show? What is this? Um, a show is an a, a entertainment format. I do not understand these words. <laughs> Teaser? Yes. Trailer? No. Bit? Bit. So we made this bit of TV, right. uh, and then uh, they used that to uh, sort of pique the BBC's interest with it again. And then we made a proper pilot. So I've, I've sort of, I was like in it in a small way, like for years before it existed. And then right. they they didn't re- crucially they didn't replace me with Catherine Ryan, and ah. that's why I'm in it. You must tell every comedian your secret. Yeah. <laughs> um. Presumably she was unavailable. Yeah, of course. Yeah. She was making all the other programmes. Yeah. Um, well done, you. Thank I mean, you, you. You held in there for the longest time, by the sounds, and, and here you are today. Here, here I am. Yes. <laughs> the zenith, as we call it. The zenith. Is this it now? This is the zenith, so, so enjoy it. Because oh, it's downhill from here on in. <laughs> it, it really is. Amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Welcome. Thank you. Welcome. Um, they say you do Inside the Comedian once in your career at the zenith. Wow. So it's right down to the minute. It's happening yeah, now. Yeah, it's right now. They, they are ebbing away. Yeah. Ebbing away. They're downhill from here on. Yeah. But wow. what a ride, right? What, what a, a ride, ride it's been. We really shove you out that door so you yeah. can really build up some speed on the way down. Time to put that, time to put that pterodactyl costume on. Is it, is it literally over tonight, or is it just downhill? Well, the thing is, we keep you here whilst uh, my team of literally hundreds of people behind mm. the scenes are systematically poisoning your name in the industry. Wow. <laughs> and that way, th- that's why I really need to just keep you for another few minutes. Yeah, they're, yeah. They're just getting rid of the last vestiges of goodwill within, <laughs> within the industry. That, uh, that way, everyone, you know, peeks at, inside the comedian, and we can build up a bit of a buzz. Mm. You know, that's, how it, that's how it works. <laughs> But everyone's gone. Everyone's done. <laughs> well, we had Dara O'Brien on last week, and he... Who's that? Well, exactly. <laughs> exactly. What's, what's next? I mean, you're, you're, a, you're a female comedian working in Britain in 2019. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I assume everybody expects you uh, to uh, have a soul-bearing comedy drama about how your mental illness makes you sleep around. Is that what's next, or...? <laughs> Yes. Right. So when's that coming out? Um, Any time now. We've made it. Um, It's called Stop Having Sex Because You're Too Sad. Right. (laughs) Really gets to the nub of it. Yeah. Really gets to the nub of it. I gave it the title, speaking to myself kind of thing, you know, but also to others as well. I preach that. Um, The thing about sad people is they have far too much sex, don't they? Yeah. We can all relate to that. There's nothing more attractive than the sad. <laughs> Everyone's like, oh, four. <laughs> but what you say a that. You say that, but sometimes for men that is really? true. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's catnip to some men, a sad woman. Some men, but the sadness. Mm-hmm. Sadness catnip. They yeah. just want to roll in it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so you, so you're going to hopefully do some good with this. I'll be doing that, but I'm also doing a prank show. So great. Who, who will you be pranking mostly? Who's the uh, target? Um, just, just kind, well-meaning people trying to do their jobs. Great! <laughs> it's about time those fuckers got what yeah. for. Yeah. It's called Please Leave. 
And um, we just go to people's places of work and make their job more difficult by just like pulling things off the shelves, uh, trying not to pay for things, right. making a mess until the point, the sort of like zenith of the show is when the person who's like, you know, working in the shop or on the road or whatever says, um, just please, please leave. And you Wonderful. I hope you only do it to people who aren't being paid enough for their job. Oh yeah, obviously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Otherwise they wouldn't sign off on it. That's so, not yeah. funny otherwise, is yeah. it? Well, good luck with that. Thank prank you. Show. Um so you're engaged to a famous TV personality, I hear. Yes. Do you mind sharing with our audience who that is? No, it's Bobby Davro. Bobby Davro. <laughs> Congratulations. Thank you. What, how, 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 did he, how did he pop the question? Well, um, he did it in the voice of Mavis from Coronation Street. How would you say no? Yeah, which I've always loved and found hilarious and romantic. Right, um, right. So, and where did he do that? Um, he took me to Granada Studios, actually, which was an oh, amazing stunt. The Paris of England. Yes. <laughs> me, no, not no, the Rachel oh, Paris of England. Uh, You're the Rachel Paris of, of England. Of England, yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying Granada Studios the is the Venice of England. Fine. Um, you so know, it, it smells of drains. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, me and Bobby are getting married. Oh, when's, the, when's the date? When's uh, this autumn, actually. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, can I come? Um, no. <laughs> okay. Okay. I just, I just thought because you know we, we sort of we weren't nemeses anymore that maybe I'd. Boom. No, it's fine. It's fine. It's absolutely fine. No, I, th I mean it takes longer to heal these things than a few minutes. How long? How long until? Years. Years. Yeah. Hardly seems worth it. I'm. <laughs> Can I ask you some questions from Twitter? Yeah, right? I'd love that, yeah. It's like, uh, um, so, at um, Bond, Glyn Bond uh, writes, within the nearest 50 metres, where do you go to relax? <laughs> That's nice. <laughs> um, it's quite a threatening place, Twitter, isn't it? Yeah. It's quite threatening. I, I feel like I will answer. Yes. But broaden the remit out. That's fine. Whatever say, you feel comfortable with. I mean, Bond, Glyn Bond is not a friend of mine. No. You know. Uh, I'm going to give the answer Greater London. Greater London. What a, what a relaxing place <laughs> Greater London is. Oh, just kick back. Take your shoes off in Greater London. Greater London. Great. <laughs> right, so, at Papa Dominic says, can I be your son? Hashtag tidy. No, that's just weird. Um, can he be your son? No. No? Yeah, all right. Really? You well, looking... I haven't got one. No. Well, you need one of each, don't you? Yeah. Ultimately. Is yeah. That, like, if, so... if the game of life is anything to go by, by which I mean the board game. Yeah. Um, yeah. Happy with the son? Don't want to vet him first. Don't know this. I no. mean, his picture's let's just Let's just go for it. I mean, my career's gone now, so... Fine. yeah. Nearly. Yes. Yeah, nearly. Yeah, it's gone. Yes. Right, so, at not that John Craven says, there's a badger nesting in my daughter's Wendy house, what should I do? First things first, wash it. Wash it. The badger or the Wendy house? Both. <laughs> okay. okay, that'll get it out of there. Yeah. They don't like a hose, do they, a badger? No, but if it does stick around, you want it to be sanitary. So, right. Yeah. right, for your daughter. Dirt clings to badgers like nothing else. Really? Yes. Really? Like, like nothing else clings to badgers or... <laughs> Like nothing else dirt clings to. Do you um, see the difference? Yeah, I do. do you, so do you think that nothing like, else like, clings to badgers like dirt, or dirt clings to nothing else like badgers? Dirt clings to nothing else like it clings to badgers. Right, so, so badgers, saying, worst work surface in a kitchen. Yeah. 
I'm saying the badgers are more of a dirt adhesive than you would expect. Right, I see. I yeah. see. I see. Um, <laughs> I'm so terrible. glad you asked that, because that yeah, would have been terrible God if people had misunderstood. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm glad you're providing this service, mm. really. I'm glad you're here. Um, at Haley358159 says, call yourself a comedian. That's interesting. So what, what do you call yourself? Do you, do you call yourself a comedian, an actor? No, I or? just, I just I've, from day one, I've called myself a so-called comedian. Right. With, with inverted commas over comedian. Yes, That's lovely. Yes, yes. Saves a lot of time on Twitter. It I saves a lot of time, and that is what I am. And uh, I, you know, also, with all the flutes, it is misleading, so... Yeah. Saves time. Right, so so-called comedian. You yeah. don't say flautist, you just say so-called comedian. Yes. Hello, please welcome the so-called comedian, Rachel Paris. Thank you. There we go, I got there in the You end. can come to the wedding. Oh! <laughs> I'm so pleased. Top table? <laughs> no. Oh, damn it. <laughs> well, uh, Rachel Paris, thank you for letting us inside you. Thank you. Rachel Paris. Listening to Inside the Comedian with me, your host, David Reed. For the latest news and guest announcements, please follow at Mr. David Reed on Twitter. Hold up, what was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.